0: Hi everyone, this is Amy Infinity and you are listening to The Key to Courage. then found and lost, fearless, over and over again. It's a state I both love and fear most, because to lose fear is to lose safety, security, and comfort. There is nothing wrong with fear. It helps us, reminds us of our humanity. It allows for vulnerability, but it is also a balance. To lose fear is to tread the unfamiliar. It is to let go of ourselves, our worries, our concerns, and then take a dive at the outrageous, the uncomfortable, the awesome, and the unpredictable, bold, daring, and scary. The insecurity involved in actually trying to be fearless can be overwhelming. I know this from experience because I often let it nearly destroy me, my resolve, my momentum, my ambition, and all the dreams I have impatiently piling up at the gate. But it is so worth the letting go. Because through this fearlessness, we chance finding all kinds of amazing things, including unexplored sides of ourselves. Be prepared. You may actually risk learning your own strength. So what can we do to find fearless? Here are some things to try. You may have a list of your own. Either way, the point is in letting go and being fearless, no matter how big or how small. Most of the items on this list may seem simple, but there's a point in that. Courage is not all about jumping out of airplanes. Fearlessness is about stepping outside of yourself, out of outside of expectations and outside of norms. Just try and see what bubbles up. You may be surprised about what you have as fears or self-created limits. Then, if you so choose, find the fun in breaking them. Here are some fun ways I have found to break free and find your fearless. Paint in your everyday clothes. <clears throat> I remember a moment where I I was about to, I had just kind of broken outside of my normal ideas of, you know, that I'm not a painter, so why would I ever paint? Well, thankfully, I had gotten up the the courage, if you will, to go get some paints, some acrylic paints and some canvas and just kind of mess around. But what I found is I kept limiting myself, even in the act of of letting go in this way. I was like, oh, I got to go get a drop cloth. Oh, I got to go get my painting clothes on. You know what? Who says? Who tells you? I mean, of course, if you want to keep your clothes nice and neat, but I had a moment of epiphany of like, wait a second, that's what I've been taught to do. So what I would encourage you with this is paint in your everyday clothes. Just die right in there and do it. I mean, why not? They're your clothes. You can get them dirty if you want. And sometimes, you know what? Maybe that'll add to your story. Add to your your little clothing script there. Whoops, I accidentally got a little paint on this and that will remind you of the fun time that you had. Number two, jump in with your clothes on. I had a moment once where I was on a beach and oh out for a lovely day with a gentleman and i was feeling a little fearless and just decided you know what again one of those well why would i wait till i have a swimsuit on so i ended up running straight into the ocean uh, for no other reason than to just prove to myself that i could and i would so try it It, it's eye-opening and very cold if you're running into the ocean like i did try that crazy dish you know the thing that you always kind of turn your nose up to I remember once on a cross country kind of hopping from uh oh diners, driving's and dives or one of those food network kind of shows, we were going from place to place, kind of following that trail. And one of the places we ended up was this oh hole in the wall. Not really, it was actually quite busy, but uh where they had like all the different kinds of meats and foods and things and even though I, I kind of stay away from some of that stuff now. Um, at this moment, it was kind of like whoa. They even have like Rocky Mountain oysters. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's basically balls. <laughs> so I decided to go ahead and and try it, and you know it wasn't all that bad. It wasn't really my cup of tea, a little gamey, but um, it was one of those again moments of why the heck not? I am here. It's kind of one of those win in Rome. <laughs> I was surrounded by. Oh, mounted animals on the wall. Again, don't get me started on that. But uh, it was kind of one of those, well, I I don't know if I'll have another opportunity to try this. So why not? And it it definitely opens up and broadens your mind a little bit when you try something that is a little out of your comfort zone. Book that trip. That's the next one I have is, you know, life is short. That's all I kind of really have to say about that is, Obviously things take time, things take money, things take planning sometimes, but in this case, you know, if you have the opportunity, do it, do it. That's all I can really say about most things in life right now is just book the trip, go go the distance, do the thing you've always wanted to do. Dance to your own tune. That's the next one I have. And then I say literally around the house, out, out in public, um... Or, of course, figuratively too. But I like the idea of actually dancing. I mean, why not? Like, I've seen some of the best things passing around on social media right now of, like, people who are just recording those that are just dancing and grooving in their own way to their own tune. And, oh, it just lightens your heart, whether you're the dancer or the one who's watching it. So dance to that tune. Number six, do that thing that you've always said that other people do. Uh, I even on my blog, I have a picture of a person rock climbing. Well, that's one of those things that I always, you know, obviously you, you see these people who do these, you know, crazy scales on, you know, El Capitan and like growing up, I always thought, Oh my gosh, I will never have the guts to do that. And I, you know, I have my comfort level. I don't think I'll ever jump out of planes. I, (laughs) I, I don't really have a desire to necessarily conquer mountains or can't conquer cliff faces like that. But it was also a realization I had one of my exes was into those kinds of extreme, more extreme sport type things and wanted to try it and it kind of pushed and prodded me into that as well. And I am so thankful that I did it. I am so thankful that I started learning how to climb. I, I, I would like to pick it up at some point again. Uh, but I, you know life happens. And I will. I am. <laughs> Again, I don't think I need to scale certain cliff faces that other people are better left to do than me. Um, but at the same time, I can say that I have, you know, done a little bit of rock climbing. And it was one of those things I never imagined I would do. And I, I actually really loved it. So I would go back to that for sure. Number seven is cry for real. Okay. And, and this... I, I am the worst at, <laughs> I find that I I have had less ability to cry, and uh, I'm kind of open about this uh, to anybody who wants to know, but it kind of worries me a little bit, the fact that I can't really tap into the emotional sad side that I used to be able to a lot more. Um, you know, some people get Feel vulnerable or feel like bad that they do cry all the time I I find it's a it's a show of um, emotional tapped inness and so when I can't cry even when I feel like I need to I know I'm a pot brimming and ready to to blow and I really always hope that I don't blow in any kind of a negative or bad way so when you can I mean take the time out to go either find yourself uh, by yourself if you need to, or surround yourself with. Uh, sometimes I use you know sad movies or sad things to at least just kind of crack that open, and then of course things pour out that you don't expect, and. You know I find that that's a very healthy healthy thing. Um, that way you can kind of reset your system. I think our body and our mind and our soul we all need to cry for real and not deny the sadness or the happiness or whatever it is that we're feeling that um, that taps us in. that really plugs us in both to ourselves and to the universe and the world around us. So next one, love as if you have nothing to lose. This one's hard for those of us who have been through, Things in our lives that have put up walls and barriers and make us uh, very hard to trust people. When love is seemingly not worked out for us, um, it's very easy to blame love and say that's the problem. But in my opinion, I think it's not that. It's not love at all. It's, you know, human deficiency or even just. Humans being humans and uh, us falling into a circumstance or it falling into us uh, to where you know, we can choose as I you know, talk about a lot about perception and choice and how we, per- we perceive things, how we see things and how we get through. And so in that way, I mean, I, I have found myself not jaded, which is surprising being that I've been divorced twice uh, but truly, I still believe that in loving as if there is nothing to lose from that. And that goes for, in my life right now, much more with my animals. <laughs> uh, even though I just recently assisted in the passing of uh, other friends of mine um, who've had animals that have passed and reminded me the, the shortness of their lives in, in comparison to ours and some people question that and say well then why would you have animals if you know that they may not be with you for very long and to me that's that's not truly living is not is barring ourselves from love out of fear for losing it to me the better way um, is to love even more and more fully and to allow ourselves to be that vulnerable because to me the the true happiness and fulfillment and joy in life is gosh, just loving as much as we can, whether, and that sets us up sometimes for the possibility of a fall. Uh, I obviously having been through things, I would say choose wisely if you can, um, you know, at least go eyes wide open and see the reality of a situation rather than denying red flags and things of that nature. But still there's no, I think no logical or reasonable explanation and a larger picture to not love as much as humanly possible as if you have nothing to lose. So next one, Uh, do something that gives you gumption. So my definition of gumption is audacity plus courage. So it's basically having the courage to do something, but then actually having the audacity to do it. So um, now something that might give you gumption, um, it's kind of a self-fulfilling thing. It's its if you take the chance, you leave the guy, you do the thing, you step outside of yourself and go for the job that and everybody says is rational, those things not only show gumption and uh, demonstrate that but they also give you more it's and it can become a very great addiction of of taking chances I mean obviously keep your head about you to a certain degree but then don't let that get in your way your own self-editor so those those are the things that give you gumption and the strength that you need to make it to the next level even so there you go play a sport badly have the gumption, have the courage to fail, and I say fail very lightly because I don't even like the word. I mean, it's some people use it like, oh, to be proud to fail. Well, I don't even see a lot of what we consider failures as failures. So to me, it's almost like the word doesn't. I mean, it exists, but it doesn't exist. Like it, it just, it, it indicates as if something has gone in a way that sets you up for well failure it sets you up for more down and to me those kinds of I wish there were a better word maybe I'll have to make one up but um, to me those challenges or those things that you don't necessarily quote-unquote succeed at set you up for well what you will succeed at and so to me they're more stepping stones than failures but in this case sorry I digress in this case play a sport badly. Like, gosh, I, when I, I used the earlier uh, rock climbing thing, um, I was not good at it, and I probably wouldn't be right now out of shape anyway. Um, but at the same time, I would not hesitate to take the opportunity to do it again because uh, that shows you, you tell yourself that you have the willingness to step outside of yourself, and that fuels the fire. That definitely sets you up for even more greatness and fearlessness and yeah so have have the courage to play a sport badly just why not like dive in of course if it's something you don't like to do then yeah don't do it but i mean if if you've always wanted to play soccer well go kick a ball around who says you can't next one is find the humor in sadness now this i don't mean for it to sound at all insensitive Because obviously sadness is sad. But I mean, have you ever been in a circumstance to where, you know, maybe you're at a funeral or you are, you know, remembering something that could maybe turn that boat around and remind you that there is light in the circumstance? That even though you might be heartbroken um, in that moment, that there is still light at the end of the tunnel. And so, finding the humor in sad situations, um, I don't think it necessarily, some people get a little, you know, sensitive about that and think that it makes light of a sad circumstance. I don't mean it in that way at all, but if you can find the little glimmer, the little lights that'll help you get through and also help you find, you know, the fearlessness in that situation, and then you can come out stronger on the other end. Drive to who knows where. Oh, some of my best moments have been just getting in the car and going. I I don't know about you, but some people, it's meditation. Some people, it's disappearing into a TV screen. For me, liberation, self-liberation, a lot of it is just getting in the car and driving and then reminding yourself that you can. To me, that's finding your fearless it is just... Taking off and discovering things about yourself, about new places, about, I mean, who says you have to have a destination? And that's a great analogy for life as well, is just take off and find, find wherever you happen to happen upon. And you'll be amazed at what you might discover, both about your own courage, gumption, strength, fearlessness, as well as about, gosh, the world and yourself. And then the last one I have here, have the guts to live fully. So this is, to me, the the truest way to find your fearlessness is to be able to overlook and overcome all of those pre-programmed ideas of your life should be this way or it can only be this way or is limited by this or that and my mantra constantly, I come back to this, well, who says? Uh, and to me, it takes a lot of guts. It takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of what I call, like you said, I said earlier, gumption. But to actually say, you know what? I am not going to live small. I am not going to live in this box that somebody else created for me. I'm actually going to take life by the horns. I'm actually going to live it as big or as broad or as wide or as crazy as I want to. So good luck, good luck in finding your fearless. Good luck in finding where you wanna go in this wild and crazy life, this amazing experience.